Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Hello there, and welcome to episode 23 of the Untangling Life Podcast. I'm Rachel, and this episode is the fourth in a series called What You Need to Know by Heart. In episode 20, I introduced this series by sharing how sometimes my failure in this journey of faith is one of doubting God's promises and principles. But sometimes, instead of doubting, I actually have a different problem. I have spiritual memory loss. In my humanity, I forget what God calls me to remember. What do I really need to know by heart? For the first three episodes of this podcast, I shared Moses' pep talk with the children of Israel before they entered the promised land. He called them to remember the pain of the past, the place of the past, God's power in bringing them out of Egypt, and his promise of protection. He emphasized that the Israelites had to remember that God is bigger than anything they have faced, are facing, or will face. And then in episode 22, I explained that I've walked the wilderness through the death of my daughter and the grief since. And if there's one thing we've got to remember in the deep loss and pain, it's that God is with us and he will not leave us to die in the wilderness. He will see us through the wilderness. Moses was very direct in Deuteronomy chapter 8. He used an understood you command in verse 2. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness. If you could use the reminder that God will see you through your wilderness, be sure to go back and listen to episode 22. And now today, as we continue to walk through Moses' heart-to-heart with the children of Israel just before they step into the promised land, we're picking up in Deuteronomy 8, the second half of verse 2, where we left off in the last episode. So far in this series, we've talked a lot about remembering how. Verse 2 actually begins, Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness. But the second portion of this verse is less about the how and a little more about the why. Why did the children of Israel have to roam the desert for 40 years? Anyways, it's pretty simple. God wanted to know what was truly in their hearts. Because we've all been there. It's easy to say what you know someone wants to hear and much harder to actually follow through with it. I had some hard lessons to learn in the wilderness of my life, caring for a special needs daughter for over two decades, and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I needed those lessons. I really needed that wilderness. In my 20s, my heart was arrogant. Most people who knew me wouldn't say that, but God knew it. In the wilderness of being a caregiver, God was refining my heart. I look back on the lessons of humility that I learned, and I'm so grateful, so thankful for the opportunity to learn. What did I learn? The same thing the children of Israel learned. Look at verse 3. He humbled you, causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known. You see, the wilderness made me hungry. I cried out to God for food that I hadn't known before. I needed God to provide and sustain me in a way I hadn't ever before. 
I had to learn that I couldn't live well physically if I wasn't well spiritually. I needed to know that God's word was my portion and my sustenance. His truth became my daily bread, my necessity to wholeness. You know, in 2018, I'd been waiting for weeks for a letter in the mail to arrive, and finally there it was. With my breath half-held, I ripped open the back, unfolded the paper, and began to speed-read the words, rushing to reach the point of the letter. Denied. My sweet Taylor's special needs bathtub insert had been denied by the insurance company. You know, showering her had become somewhat of an Olympic feat, trying to wash her well and hold her up at the same time. And though she could no longer sit up alone in the shower chair, someone felt at the insurance company that she didn't meet the proper criteria. Time seemed to stand still for a moment as discouragement poured over my heart and mind. Why did life with a special needs child adult have to be so hard? Why couldn't the needs simply be met when proved without extra steps of more paperwork, more distress, more waiting? In other words, why the wilderness? No, God longs to shape our hearts into replicas of his. Praise the Lord that when discouragement pours down, we are not alone. God is with us, and not only is he with us, he has gone before us. What does that really mean? It means he already knows the way ahead, and because he knows, he is preparing us. When we can't see to the finish line, our God not only knows the finish line, but he knows every step of the journey to get to the finish line. And not only does he know the way ahead of us, he has gone before us in that he has prepared us for these moments. The trials we've experienced throughout our lives have paved the way to this day, this moment. We have been strengthened day by day. We don't have to be afraid or discouraged when we follow the God of creation and Lord over all. He is teaching us to rely on him fully, to trust him more, and he longs for us to remember the lessons we are learning. In verse 11 of Deuteronomy 8, and I know you think I'm a broken record by now, the scripture reads once more, Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. Moses says to the people, Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out. And listen to the rest of chapter 8. He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors had never known, to humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, My power and the strength of my hands has produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. We live in a me culture. The world is constantly telling us to focus on ourselves, to stack our wealth. It's the idea of look at me and see what I can do. 
you see this ideology prevalent across social media, often to the point of narcissism, just as Moses told the children of Israel, but remember the Lord our God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Every gift I have is from the Lord. It's the same for you. Yes, I work hard, but the ability to work hard, the strength, the stamina, the mental acuity when I have it. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's all from God. It was a warm September day in 2018 when I opened the insurance denial letter that I described earlier, and I had no idea that although we would finally receive approval, For the wonderful tub insert that we desperately needed to care for Taylor, the insert would not arrive until several months later. I also had no way of knowing that Taylor would take a turn for the worse just shortly after the equipment arrival. She never had the chance to enjoy a few moments of a warm bath inside that tub because God called her home. But years earlier, the Lord had connected Taylor with a beautiful friend, Clara, And he also knew that Claire would need that special needs tub insert here on this earth once he called Taylor home to heaven. So he gave us the privilege of gifting that tub to Clara. You see, he had a purpose in our wilderness. The purpose of the wilderness of Taylor not receiving the tub in a timely manner was because God knew we wouldn't need that tub. I don't know what bathtubs look like in heaven, but I imagine they must be pretty glorious. A heavenly hot tub has to be magnificent, you know? Our journey with Taylor's tub insert served a greater purpose of allowing us to be a part of God's gift to Clara. Sometimes the wilderness journeys we take do a refining work on our hearts that we might not see until much later, if at all. I think it's pretty cool that God gave our family a role to play in getting Clara the provision she needed at the exact time she needed it. God's purpose for that specific wilderness journey was actually revealed to us. As I reflected on the application of Deuteronomy 8 for all of us today, I wanted to be sure to note the uniqueness of every individual's wilderness. I've shared with you the wilderness of losing my daughter Taylor through slow neurological generation. Yours won't be the same. But perhaps somehow in my sharing, you understand now that God has a purpose in your wilderness. If nothing else, he is teaching you to rely on him fully. He has new bread, manna, that you haven't known. Maybe your ancestors haven't known. He longs for you to rely on his truth so that his promises can be revealed in your life. He's looking for your heart to be transformed. God has a plan and a purpose for your journey. And that, my friends, is today's thread of hope. Each episode of Untangling Life concludes with a segment called On My Desk. If you long to develop a close relationship with the Lord so that you can remember He keeps His promises, then 31 Days of Prayers for the Heart prayer cards will meet you in your hardest moments to clear your head and calm your heart. You'll also find 31 Days of Praying the Psalms on my desk. These cards are the prayer cards from Praying the Psalms Bible Reading Plan and Journal. I have received request after request for copies of the prayers within that journal. And these beautiful cards will be an echo that ushers in healing. May God's love surge over you daily as you attempt to take another step. 
You'll find both of these sets of cards at rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. And as always, you'll find tons of free resources at rachelwojo.com, including prayer journals, Bible reading plans, and more. You'll also find on my desk this week, Trusting God in the Dark, digital download. This is a journal to print at home or mark up on your device. Following our Bible reading plan for the month, let the one who walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the name of the Lord and rely on their God. What might happen if you took 31 days to believe God's word about trusting him when you're tempted to rely on yourself? And that concludes today's segment of On My Desk. Thanks so much for listening today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.